Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am your host, JJ Lang. With me, as always, are my two incredible co-hosts. First, you know him, you love him, Nate, the little goon Foss. Is it October yet? Unfortunately, we are a few days. Actually, away when from... this comes out, it will and... be October. Very true. And second, I'm not going to botch his intro yet again, so I'm going to just stick with Dan the Statman Scully. Sorry, that's Dan, the Atlantic Hockey Cup preseason statistic of the year, <laughs> Scully, to you. We we will get to why Dan's name is that later, because it's referencing something that happened shortly before the time of this recording. So we'll get to that soon. Um, this is going to be the men's season preview episode. And if you haven't Let's figured go! out yet, this episode is going to be... This episode is going to be probably two and a half hours long. So be ready for that. It's going to be a really long one because we have so much to talk about. Um, so without wasting any time, we're going to jump right in. We're going to start with the schedule. Then we're going to go to our personnel talking about returning players, freshmen. And then we're going to get into the preseason poll and the Atlantic Hockey like preseason awards that came out um, because there's a lot of RIT-ness to talk about about there so i didn't even I'm gonna think pitch about this pulling to up the ushl poll not gonna lie yeah probably would be a good idea um, let's I'm talk gonna, about that a little bit so i'm gonna pitch this right to dan and we're gonna get jumped we're gonna jump right in with the schedule so eight non-conference games not counting the exhibition which i'll get to in a second um the boys start up north at st lawrence at appleton arena um yes sir we will be there Let's go. I hope you guys don't nearly fall down the stairs at that arena like I did last year when I went <laughs> did to you? play. I didn't actually fall, no, but I thought you probably I came close. To. Well, I only have one arm, so I might. Nate's gonna lose both of his arms at this game. <laughs> no, <laughs> please no. <laughs> so just just running down through it at St. Lawrence on October seventh to start the year. Come back for a Monday, Columbus Day, 5 o'clock exhibition against Guelph. Uh, which, if I remember right, the last time we had an exhibition against them, it was uh, kind of yep. chippy. Oh, it was very chippy. <laughs> I have a picture of five Guelph guys in the box. They had two guys standing because they couldn't fit on the bench. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky said that during that game, they had to shut the door between the boxes because they were jawing back and forth. So long. And it has no reason to oh be God, chippy. Of course they were. <laughs> no. Although I wouldn't be surprised if some of our guys and some of their guys played together, like, or played against each other in, like, like junior, junior or whatever. Level. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're, they're all kind of from around the same area, so. Um, a note on ticketing for that exhibition game. Uh, if I remember correctly what Keller said in Discord, that is not included in season tickets, but it will be free for students, alumni, stuff like that. And I think Sweet. season ticket It's free for general? season ticket holders as well. It's basically a women's game. Same policy, same ticket policy. Yeah. Also, before we get so. too far off from St. Lawrence, uh, right now, if you are in the Discord, or if you're not in the Discord, get in it. Um, we have posted in the Mobile Corner Crew channel, there is a thread you can access that has all the Limited tickets available. I bought yes. a few extra. Yes, we, we bought a bunch of tickets for 
um st lawrence a lot of them are oh, we didn't buy a bunch we bought a few um <laughs> there there, there are still a I am dry. The, the, there are still a couple of there are a few extras so if you want to get in there and you want to buy them at the time of this recording they could are they they are still available i don't know how many there are how many are there nate i think i got five extra okay so there's five extra tickets but, so like we also i also got general admission so if the game's not sold out you could hypothetically get you a might. ticket and just yes. get there early and sit with us and get a ga ticket but regardless at the time of this recording, there are still five spare tickets available. If you want to get in and buy them, please do so soon. Um, I think we they're like what five bucks each from what you said. Five Nate? bucks. Five. Yeah, five bucks is not bad. Um, that's no. yeah. So you should be able to get in there. Obviously, getting a ride might be tough, but the ride share documents up. Please ask before you just put your name into someone's car and say I'm riding with this person because that person might not want you riding with them because you're an unknown entity that they do not know. Um, so just make sure that the person you're asking to ride with actually is aware that you want to ride with them and they're okay with it. Can we talk about Notre Dame now? And if yes. you're not going up to St. Lawrence that night, the go to the women's game. Home. Yes, please go to the women's game if you're not going. You're not going game. to St. Lawrence. Go to the women's game. Um, Can we talk about Notre Dame? As Nate yes. mentioned, the weekend from hell. I mean, homecoming weekend. Um, <laughs> Notre weekend from hell. The men will host Notre Dame at Blue Cross. Um, Notre Dame had to drop their ticket allotment. <laughs> Frauderdame. <laughs> um, Sorry, that, that's just that, That'll be a fun. Excuse me. <laughs> We're not getting into this now. No. Can can I also say something? RIT as a program has nine hundred and ninety eight wins all time. So if There's you're good at math, good <laughs> if we beat St. Lawrence, there is a chance that Notre Dame, who will more than likely be a ranked opponent coming into Blue Cross, yep, could be win program win number one thousand, which would be absolutely <laughs> insane. Which would be bonkers. So let's let's go a little bit. Yeah, we'll, talk about, we'll we'll talk about Notre Dame when we preview them. Let's keep going on the schedule. We're only three well, games in, we're, and there's we're, 30 This is the episode plus. we're previewing them in. No, this we're previewing, previewing we're previewing Notre Dame after we play St. Lawrence. Oh, that's true. My bad. Never mind. Um, zero yeah, budget, that zero planning podcast. Uh, also, I would like <laughs> we to discussed our format for this episode literally five minutes ago. So I would I would like to throw out there the fact that we discovered very hilariously that Notre Dame has their own cameo system where you can go on and basically pay their athletes or alumni to leave specialized messages and one active player for their hockey program and one incoming player for their hockey program are both on there. So there is a chance we could spend all of $12 and get their active dollars worth it. It's 12 bucks. So worth it. You basically pay the guy to make a let's go RIT video. And then we're going to just, you know, maybe accidentally email it to Blue Cross so they can put it on the Jumbotron before the game starts. That would be genius. They definitely can reject requests. And that's, and that's, and that's why, and that's why what we do is you make a video where you ask him to say certain words and then you crop together to different words so he says, let's go Tigers. (laughs) What is this? An episode of Fairly Odd Parents? Yes. All right, let's keep going because we got a big weekend after that too. Yes, that week then that next weekend is massive. Weekend after opens up conference play for the Tigers uh, against 
One of our transfer players, former schools. <laughs> sacred fart. The Luke Lushless for like the one thousandth time in the last <laughs> year, we're playing Sacred Heart. Oh my gosh! We always we always get playing them early in the. I year. am so sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're a conference opponent. We always have to play them. This is the ninth time in a year and a half we'll be playing Sacred Heart. Eighth <laughs> time at GPC okay, of the is, nine. That is very. That is very true. That's a lot of times they've been here. Like. <laughs> We haven't been to Sacred Heart since before COVID. Well, well, that's because the last time is because half their team got COVID and we had to reschedule all the games and they were still playing at the AHL rank. So we had to basically play one game at RIT, then one game at West Point. Actually, I'm pretty sure the last games at Sacred Heart were the playoff series in 2019. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. If, if I looked back, right, because we didn't play them at all in 2021. We played them at home twice and then three times i guess and then or no yeah, i think yeah you're, you're, once you're right you're right three times one two three four five six seven eight nine we've played nine games against them straight that have either been at gpc or the one that was at west point which is That's insanity ridiculous. what's our record in those games eight and one two three, three. ah <laughs> Get no, crapped on, Sacred no, Fart. No, no, it's am I wrong? Six and three. That's still not bad. Wait, because you got to think there was the one playoff loss. Yeah, that was the one loss I was counting. There was the sweep two. No, that we swept. We swept them last year. Oh uh, no, you're right. I forgot we did get swept that weekend because we played like crap, shite. I, I mean. Crap. In one of those games, we scored five yeah. goals. The only problem is we gave up nine. Yeah, that's not a good I fight. don't want to talk about that game. Dan, we're going to forget that game How happened. That doesn't count anymore. For that game? Oh, holy a hell. lot. <laughs> yeah. Including, so including would, okay. Bryson trapped out with 45 seconds left for the five and a game. Dude. Okay, oh, yeah, Bryson but I was also out. looking, like, since January of 2022, this will be games eight and nine. Good lord! Against Sacred Heart, I am kind of in tired Rochester of playing or them. I am yeah. tired of playing them, but at the same time, we do keep beating them, so I'm perfectly okay with continuing to play them. Oh yeah, we if winning. we're gonna keep beating them, uh, three consecutive games of the final <laughs> three to one. By the way, that's kind of scary. I don't like that. <laughs> Score prediction: <laughs> three to one. Three to one. <laughs> Ugh, road games. After that, yeah. Gross. Too yeah. far road games. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, off to Holy Cross the following weekend, and then Army after that. Holy Cross this will be huge. That's a big series. Yeah, yeah it is. That's, that's a huge a, series. Two big weekends right in a row. That is that huge. could that could very well be a playoff preview. That game, I think so. that series, that's a very well that that's a playoff preview right there. It sucks that Holy Cross isn't coming here. I know. Maybe we'll. Who knows? Have maybe a, they do. Maybe we won't have to look at the pole every time we try and see the corner on the stream. Nah. Oh my god! I nah. I hated that happen. so much. That was actual nightmare. That was actual nightmare fuel. 
It's like that one random seat at Fenway that shows nothing. <laughs> Keep going, Dan. That was somehow a subtle dig at Nate. <laughs> After none Army... of our teams made the playoffs, okay? So we should all shut up. That's fine. But mine had triple digit losses for the twelfth straight year in a row, or something like that. That um, huh? no, that math doesn't check out. Anyway, no, I'm considering just, I'm just they won a World, World Series less than ten years ago. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, more recently going. than the Yankees. Nobody cares. Move on. <laughs> Hockey. After Army, the Tigers come back home to play Mercyhurst. Then a a week off, if I'm doing my math right, which I am. Uh, then another non-conference oh, series. Hey, I minored in math. Um, <laughs> the non-conference series is against the University of No Hardware. <laughs> also we have played New Hampshire. New Hampshire. We have played New Hampshire once. It did not go well for New Hampshire. Did not go well for them. No, <laughs> so they're probably not going to like having to come back here. It's been 13 years, JJ. Ha- these kids were like seven. Yeah, maybe their coaches were around. No, their they coach got fired retired. There. Oh, damn. Never mind. <laughs> it's like, we'll just remind them of the last time we beat them. Yes. Then the first don't, weekend... Don't give up three goals in a minute and 34 seconds again. <laughs> or do. We won't complain. I'd rather that happen. That's cool with me. Um. So actually, hang on. The post-game recap for that game is on SoundCloud, and every once in a while I listen to it, and I get a little emotional because that was so much fun. Um. <laughs> the, those were some of Ed's best calls ever. They were incredible. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll put it in Discord before that game, but that'll be fun to let's go back and listen to. The first so after week, the University of No Hardware. The first the weekend turn. in December, the, the Colonials come back to GPC. <laughs> and we get a seven o'clock Saturday game that's not against an in-state opponent for once. All right. So there's no way Remember, that doesn't change before the we have Before we have we a whiteboard plan for that game. <laughs> During warmups, it's gonna say "Welcome back," and then when they come out for the game, it's gonna say "You still suck." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the recently moneyless university will return, and then um, that classic gets to come back. I'm so excited. Yep. That'll well, be a fun. I was. I'm very I think glad. I was. Glad to have them back. I think I was the only person out of the three of us that actually went to Robert Morris the last couple times we were there playing them. Yeah, I didn't go. Because I went in 2018 and then again in 2019. I haven't gone to Robert Morris. I've been there a few times. It's in your life? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. What? Um, we're gonna kidnap Scully and bring him to Pittsburgh now. Um, you're coming to Pittsburgh with us. Yeah, you have no choice now. Um, <laughs> hey, the the one time I did leave was to go to Mercyhurst. That's true. For the first women's game a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, that that series is gonna be one I'm interested in. 
mostly because again robert kind of like we talked about in our like you know po- like off-season review or whatever we want to call that episode um robert moore is going to be that weird like what do we expect from them team we'll know what like kind that, of team by that point i expect exactly well they're either going to be hot garbage or they're going to be like mid i don't see them being strong unless some absolutely wild stuff happens and they come out because if chad Beltry's like chad protein Beltry. but who knows yeah but even then like if they if if they can't score like there's only so much chad can do like if riley saint Ange is riley saint Ange. <laughs> that was i terrible. mean I, I i hate you for that um i mean yeah it, if I'm things right. are clicking with them, <laughs> if if things, they're not, if things it's are not a team full them, of freshmen, Jade. Oh my god, we're back. Wow, we need clipped, to bring out better Nate out four times. Yeah, no, I know, we're right? back. Better Nate. Um, Can I, I, I just kind of look at me with the Atlantic Hockey Trophy? No, <laughs> it has to be a stupid picture of you. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I I don't um, know about them. They're they're a massive question we'll mark to me. Because yes, they have yes they have pieces, but are 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 those pieces going to gel and mesh? That's the question. Because if they don't gel and mesh, it doesn't matter what a talent talent you have. That team has to you know be working together, and well, they only have a. I, they don't... It'll be interesting. It will. We'll, be we'll know by then. Though we'll worry about them when we get there. Yes. Following that, uh, the Tigers travel to the Corner Crew's favorite opponent. The AIC Yellow Jackets. See, I Just don't hate them thing. as much as Niagara, though. So I, okay, did I, they change really their logo? Because like... it looks putrid now. Yes, they did, and it's horrible. It it's is actually somehow and... worse than their old. They logo. they had no, they had a great logo, and then they ruined it. It's just. Like, I don't know how you screw that up. Like, your old logo was pretty good. Like, the muscular Yellow Jacket playing hockey was incredible, and then they screwed it up. <laughs> and they just made three yes. letters and it just looks like mm-hmm. it, it, it somehow looks like the ace hardware logo <laughs> no, like it kind of okay. looks like that it does look like All that right, a little keep bit. Rolling. i want to talk about yes I, I i don't see it jj oh, but anyway those by the way those games are at five <laughs> o'clock on a dan doesn't just looked it up <laughs> and and one on saturday because they the Thunderbirds the are home that night. night. Thunderbirds are home that night. I looked it up. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. my dream is that like the the Thunderbirds are playing the Amherst on the same night. RIT's playing AIC. Hey, we we got lucky enough right. with the the Syracuse thing with the women this year. That's gonna be right. awesome. We'll I'm gonna make Dan. Later. I'm gonna make Dan really mad right now. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna give AIC a message and I'm gonna clip the mic just to piss Dan off. No, own freaking building. Stop playing in an NHL field or stadium. Whatever. You N-A-H-L? Oh my god! Uh, it could be a field. Who cares? The Thunderbirds are in the null now. It'd be better than watching them play there. At least they have their own building to play in. Jesus. Let's keep going. Like seriously, get your own building. After AIC, it's all twenty people that show up to watch Christmas. you play. When they I head to New Hampshire for, I'm I'm gonna butcher that if I try to pronounce it. Somebody else do it. The Dartmouth Ledyard Nate. Classic. Okay, I wouldn't have butchered it, but um, they'll play. <laughs> Sorry, the Ledyard. 
Yeah, I'm not. It's in New England. I'm not New England enough for that. Yes. Um, Tigers will play Maine on Friday, December 29th at 4, and then they will play Saturday at either 4 or 7.30 against Dartmouth or Lake Superior State. Can I just say something? We are 100% the favorite to win that tournament by a lot. (laughs) Maine is middle of the pack hockey east. Dartmouth and Lake State both suck. We so. should totally win that tournament. If we don't, I will be very sad. I really I will be wish very I very upset. I really wish I could go to that, but I just don't know if anybody from our from corner crew will be able to hack that. I'm sure people that were cl- are close will be go. able to will drive. I might go. Up. I don't know. Don't you also have family keep, that you keep can me in stay the, with? Keep me in the loop. Place I have family life. in Vermont, about an hour away, so I could keep me in the loop. I might tag along with you. Um, yeah, it's. Excuse me. If you're going, I'm going. Don't even give me that. Have fun driving yourself. I'll walk if I have to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, this is the first tournament we've been in in like a long time. Sorry, guys. So I sorry, guys. I can't spend Christmas with you. I got to start walking to New Hampshire. I got to walk to New Hampshire. It's going to take me five weeks to get there. Um, but yeah, th- that'll be a really fun Really far. Four days, twenty-one hours. You'll have to climb eighteen thousand feet. <laughs> I love. He just looked it up and see how through far the mountains. Gun. I could do that. That. Yeah. I'd, right. I'd become the greatest fan of any sports team ever if I climbed a friggin' mountain to get to where my team is playing. Have fun doing that in the middle of December. <laughs> All right, uh, then we come home. Air travels the best, doesn't it? Um, then we come yeah, home. Then we're back at home again. Thank God. And have a, a, an interesting weekend. Um, two games, not the same opponent both nights. I absolutely despise this weekend with every ounce of energy in my soul. Really? Why? I love it. It's I so love it. stupid. Why? Because stupid Niagara doesn't let anyone, like, it has to leave their freaking club facility open. And JJ, yes, I'm, we're I'm the weekend call- before, you idiot. Playing- Oh, never mind. This my is bad. the Clarkson and St. Lawrence weekend. Oh, I'm thinking of the Canisius Niagara one. My bad. I'm, <laughs> Good I'm, Lord, I'm, I'm dude, jumping are you ahead. Looking at the schedule? Yes, and I'm jumping ahead way too I far. I don't believe you. I can see your screen. You're not looking at the schedule. It's on my phone, you clown. Anyways, go ahead, oh, Dan. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, as, as my co host just hashed out, <laughs> January 5th, a Friday, the Clarkson Golden Knights. Come I to GPC. Well, they're Clarkson. You have to hate them. I despise them. <laughs> yeah, they're just a disgusting program like, with disgusting with fans. Yes. And if I understand correctly, St. Lawrence is, is at Niagara. Is at Niagara that night. And mm-hmm. then the two and teams swap, and St. Lawrence will come to GPC Saturday. So that's how they do it in ECAC, too. That's also oh, so how weird. we I love Liberty League play. Yeah, I love that. That's so, so weird. <laughs> um those those will be fun games. Yeah, they will. Especially the one of the last times we played Clarkson. The last time we played Clarkson at home, that was a hell of a game even though nobody could be there. 
at that point, I was just grateful to have RIT hockey. Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, that's true. And then, and then they put up eight freaking goals. <laughs> yeah. Did not see that one coming. That was, that was a fun one. That was an interesting game for sure. That was also the night I almost got kicked out of policy. That a boy Scully. Yeah, damn it's pretty not for the reasons that you think, Nate. Boo. Um there's a story here. Yes, there is. I'm not gonna tell it on a podcast. <laughs> Which right, you're telling it after then. But <laughs> see, you're telling us the minute the record button is clicked off. <laughs> um the following weekend uh is the one JJ hates. On Thursday january 11th the tigers head to niagara and then saturday they'll play canisius at home okay i don't mind that day off in between because the women are home that friday night so we get three three straight days days of rit hockey and then there's two there's two games that saturday so here's my issue with this Niagara is very clearly not prioritizing their D1 team anymore because this is now the second no, year straight. No, it's because there's a basketball game. Oh, there isn't want... a club game Friday? Oh, well, wow. there is a club game Friday, but and it's because there there's a go. basketball game. Almost I can't wait to go like to Niagara. Basketball makes universities more money. I can't Why wait is to... the Saturday Niagara game at 5 later on? Ugh. Because they don't want us there. That's why. No, it's listen, at home. It's the home game. Oh, never mind. Listen, JJ, please look at the schedule. Listen, <laughs> listen. The only reason people are going to go to Niagara this year is to go watch Brian Gianta warm the plank on the bench. So let's just be he's aware. He's not of that. on the team. He's not on their coaching staff. Yes, he is. Isn't he a bench coach? No, he's not. No. What is he then? He's, he's the assistant coach for the Junior Amherst. Didn't Niagara bring? As a player development consultant at the end of last season. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And then he got hired by the Junior Amherst. I could have sworn I hired him as a bench coach. I don't know why, but not this year. So that so then there really will be nobody there to watch them because there's no reason to go watch Niagara hockey. Um you are correct. <laughs> they are the laughing stock of Division One college athletics. Pittsburgh. That, that's definitely not true. But oh wait, no, I skipped. Oh, it definitely is true. That'll be a big series. That'll be a big game. Yeah. The defending champs come into town. That's like, our title. I, I want to just destroy them. I want to put they, up like seventeen and just. They make them they took the our title from us. I want it. I want it back. Because, uh, yeah, it's true. I I just I just want to beat them. I just like whenever we play them, I just want to just de- rip them. Also, I only have three them. more RAT Kenesha's games with my sister as a student at Kenesha's, so we need to win these games. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having and, siblings. Yeah. That wasn't only, that funny. Only child Scully over here. It wasn't funny. Why are you all? laughing so hard? I'm so sad. <laughs> Imagine having siblings. <laughs> Dan is like sitting in the corner like Harry Potter on the stairs. 
Pittsburgh. And and yes, Pittsburgh. And, and now I don't even get the joke that is used to make fun of me because I've never seen Harry Potter. Oh, uh, what is wrong with you? Uh, I also, all right, JJ, you're not gonna so like this. I haven't seen Star Dan's Wars right now. Oh my god! All right, this is it. And you, go, and you went to RAT. Bro, I'm gonna make you wear the trooper helmet in that box. And you box went to RAT. I'm gonna make you wear that. Yes, I went to RAT. Dan Scully just turned the entirety of the student body Thank against God him by like saying hockey. that. I don't know where you would have fit in. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Pittsburgh, Robert Morris, the return of them. Oh, let's Gross. go through the rest of this. <laughs> At Robert Morris. The 19th and 20th of January, a seven and a six o'clock start. Interesting. I don't mind that six o'clock start on Saturday. It means we won't be getting home at like two in the morning. Here's here's the thing I'm interested to see about that game. That game is kind of later on in the year. I fully expect their women's and men's hockey games to be full barns when 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 they're at home. At least for the first few weeks, when people are like, "We have a hockey team to watch now," and they're gonna yeah, play we should get tickets relatively early for that. But here's the other thing. If their team comes out and sucks, people might not be going. So it well, might be different. You should still get tickets early for that. Yes, because their building is really small. Like it's smaller yeah. than Dwyer. So we should probably. And they actually have seats for that. So. Well, and if I they remember, do. They, they have right, a large. During the campaign to bring them back, there was. Uh, season sort, sort of, Yeah, sort of a. Yes, mm -hmm. there was. Like not just John a season ticket drive, but like if you wanted to support from outside the Pittsburgh area where you weren't going to use the season tickets, they could be donated to to other organizations too. I think they donated them to students. Oh, that could be. It, either I way, I know the Penguins were involved in like helping bring them back at one point before they kind of jumped off the train, or at least weren't as active as they were before. But the Penguins, I know they helped out a bunch in helping bring that program back. And good on them. I mean, the, the, that's an organization that nearly left Pittsburgh, too. Yes. I mean, Robert Weiss. Morris, I mean, like, they Weiss. have a long history. Like, they have a very long history. Like, it, it was very sad to see them go. I'm really happy to see them back this year. I, and I honestly fully expect those buildings to be full. Like well, I've expected games to be. I'm excited because uh, more on the women's side too. But real quick on the women's team, before RAT, there were only two CHA champions ever: Mercy Hurst yeah. and Robert Morris. Yep. And Robert Morris, I'm like dominated sure this conference a for a long time. Although on the women's yeah. side, and they dominated. And on the men's side too, they were always consistently at championship weekend. Every year, oh, yeah. they were consistently there, whether they won and or lost. They were, and they won a title in, I believe it was 2014. And I remember in 2018, when we went to Harbor Center for the semifinal weekend or the championship weekend, Yeah, we, we sat there for the first game and Robert Morris occupied a chunk of that building. They had a lot of people there. It, mm -hmm. it stunk because obviously like I, we, we all know people from RMU and, and it was like their media team really was barely almost even able to go. Because the school didn't have enough money to actually pay to send them there. That was that was that was a sad reality they had to face. And then miraculously, I think they got a donation or something. I forget what John said, but um, somewhere along the line, they they got the money to be able to send the, the media team, paid team. for it. Probably, probably the team might have paid for it. But like they were able to send their student media team, and those guys were grateful to be there. And then I don't think 
yeah, RMU, I don't think, made championship weekend again after that. And that was kind of the last you saw them at a, in the final four before their program was unjustly destroyed by Chris Howard. So there's that. So I don't care name dropping him. He's an awful human being and he doesn't deserve any sort of positive recognition for what he did to that school. <laughs> then we get Bentley. That game, those those are two did, auto dubs did, in my did, book. Did you just reference that commercial? What? No. What commercial? No commercial. Okay. I I'm Nate, why are you smiling? It's, it's you not about? it's not worth explaining. It really isn't because it's such a dumb <laughs> spot. Okay. Sounds um, good. So this is two wins, right? Nothing is a cheap two wins. Nothing's a guarantee. No, we're winning. I'm sorry. We're winning both of those games. Nothing is a guarantee in Atlantic hockey. Unless 90% of our roster is hurt and we have to pull guys up from the club team. Do not speak that into existence. (laughs) That has happened before. Yeah, I know it has. We won a championship. I want to see our club team play Bentley. No. Yes. No. We'd probably be fairly competitive against them. <laughs> All right. We don't need to talk much about Bentley. No, they're, they're just whatever. They're hot trash. Um, continue on, please. Then oh, why why do we why is it a Thursday, Saturday home and home against Niagara? Because Niagara sucks. We've been over this. Because they like their club team more that's why of We've course the this. irony well, here being that i'm more likely to be able to go to a thursday away game i i also yes. really don't i don't <laughs> like this is becoming i don't like this is becoming i like going to games with dan Skelly. we don't go oh, to very dan, many hockey games together dan no, sitting with us is great i don't like how this is becoming <laughs> a pattern to to more <laughs> i don't like how this is becoming a pattern with them where the men's team is constantly no. playing on thursdays that's driving whatever me insane. what are you gonna do basketball makes more money hey, for hey, them. Hey, nuts is basketball Syracuse even playing at that point last year basketball yeah basketball is playing both of those nights those fridays you, you've, you've checked that already yes and i'm pretty sure one of those games is the canisius game oh that'll the be niagara huge. canisius game so what we so, do is we ask the C block to join forces with us on Saturday. <laughs> I I'm actually down for that. I know I know we clowned them last year, but like if they wanted to join forces against Niagara, I am totally down for having them jump on board with us. That'd be hilarious. The enemy of my the enemy, enemy, the enemy of the friend. enemy is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and Nate, we could probably make that happen because your sister's still involved with that, so we probably could make that happen. No, she's not. Oh well, maybe we could see if she could help us out then. That'd be really funny. I have my ways. <laughs> we'll have we'll have to make something work there. All right. Then a trip out to Erie, uh, Friday and yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Two wins. Keep going. <laughs> and then home games the rest of the year. That's fan. I love that. I, I almost love questioned you and then realized what you you meant. got. You got what I was saying. Uh, so three of those four home games will be three. Oh, I got you. I, I, I get where you're going. Okay. Physically speaking, there, yeah. Three, Three of, those of those four games. home games will be at Gene Palacini Center. The other one is at our home away from home Tiger at the Harbor Center. Lee County Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Center. That's right. <laughs> because we now own that building. Our house. In the middle of our street. <laughs> On top of a parking garage. <laughs> we, had a, we, we need to find a way to, like, 
one up that video that was made last year explaining to the C block how to get to their building. That was just legendary. Oh, God, <laughs> that was amazing. We got to find a way to one up that somehow. I don't know how. Did like, we give them directions on how we get there? Because it's a heck of a lot harder. That actually would be like compete with them. <laughs> yeah. We have more people than you do. Here's how we get there. This is how easy little, this I'm a little you. upset that we only go there once. And it's the last game of the year. Which could be I big. Mean, great. That could be that a big be, game. That could be huge. It could or it could be. be meaningless. Who knows? It could also be meaningless. Or it could be meaningless yeah, for one team and really important for the other. Hopefully it's meaningless for us again. That was yeah. kind of nice. <laughs> I kind of liked going in that last weekend and knowing we already had the one yeah. spot. It was kind of nice watching the chaos unfold in two through eight and not having also, us be a part of I, also, it. Also, I'm not going to lie. I really loved playing Air Force and having them just like be out there to be out there because they had like nothing to play for at that point because they weren't going to the postseason and all. That was just humorous to me. But I am also glad that everybody's getting in again. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Did we go over the playoff format? Did wait, did did they switch it back? Yes. Oh, I didn't I thought did they kept go... No, I thought if they, we I didn't thought they go... kept it. I no, don't remember. If, if we if we didn't go over it, I'll go over it quick. So there's an extra week this year built into the regular season schedule before the NCAA tournament, just based on how the frozen four falls. Um, so if we go to March, Saturday, March 2nd is the first weekend of playoffs because there's 11 teams in Atlantic hockey. One through five, will get a bye that weekend. Six plays 11, seven plays 10, eight plays nine in a single game elimination at the higher seed. And then they reseed, and then the weekend of the 8th, 9th, and 10th is the quarterfinals. One plays the lowest seed to, you know, whatever. Yep. Weekend of the 15th through 17th is the semifinals, best of three. And then March 23rd is the Atlantic Hockey Championship game at the highest remaining seed. Hopefully it's at the Palacini Center. That place is going to be an absolute zoo. <laughs> I really hope so this year. I really do. I want that so bad. I thought we were going to have it last year, and I was just kind of like, we're going to get through Holy Cross and Kanisha's going to come in. It's going to be a mess. The rivalry game. Could you imagine like rivalry for the championship. In the championship game at GPC. Holy oh mother my of God. God. My notes would have yeah. been this long. There would have After been about, the brawls we had in the two games prior. There would have been about 714 oh. penalties with about 1,815 total minutes in each game. As long as there were no disqualifications or suspensions, because then they would have been out for, for the us, tournament. Screw it for them. Well, yeah, because their season would have been over. <laughs> Which means the suspensions would have carried over to their first game this year. Oh, Correct. Whatever. I'm not talking. I'm done talking about last year. I thought you were going to say I'm done talking we're about this year. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's our schedule for this year. A lot of lot of good weekends in there. Um, there's some weekends I think that matter more than others, not saying that certain things don't matter, but I think there's more weekends that we should be, excuse me, focusing on more just because there's bigger matchups. Like for me, I think playing against Bentley is just kind of a whatever, because who cares? Wait, we're the Air Stole Force focus, uh, right before Kinesis. I was going to say like, what the heck? I don't think we mentioned Air Force at all, did we? No, we didn't. We just skipped over them. Yeah, it's them. That they should be on a rebound. Air Force for once. Thank God. Yeah. I think Michelle's being nice to us, not having to make us do that. Well, that was a Bob thing. Maybe it's gone now because it's because of Michelle. So let's hope. That was a Bob thing. 
if that's the case, I that's another reason to like Michelle. So we were talking about um, our new leak commissioner. If anyone is not aware yet. Um, so let's jump into some a little bit. Well, I think, I you know Nate alluded to it earlier. Let's talk about returning roster and freshmen. I don't know. I'll let you decide where you want to start with from there. And we'll just kind of roll from that point. Um, we can talk about some returners here, some highlight a few. Yeah. Um, I think there is three main players we want to highlight, and mm-hmm. they were named to the Atlantic Hockey preseason first team. Yeah. Um, John Franco Casero. Obviously. AKA the 2024 Hobie Baker Award winner. <laughs> we um, is back for a third season with the Tigers, his fifth and final college hockey season. Sad. Um, very sad. Uh, Jojo was insane last year. We all know it. He broke the all-time goal record for a defenseman with 14. Um, he's back. He's got a letter on his jersey, even though I think he already – I think he had one last year. Maybe not. Did he? I don't think he did. Mm, I no, I don't think he did, but he, he does now. He earned it. Um, Earned it. He also he had that absolute – on the back end. He had that, that pair absolute... of him and Aiden Hanson Bukata, especially on the power play, is, lethal. is disgusting. Lethal. So lethal. Very excited for those two to have another yep. year together. He um, also had that absolute nuke of a slapper again. It's Mercyhurst that sent them packing, which was hilarious. So that was great. That was the number one highlight for me last year. That was the number one um, of the conference last year. Um Atlantic Hockey Rookie of the Year, Atlantic Hockey Player of the Year, Atlantic Hockey Preseason Player of the Year. Just call him whatever you want. Silky Wilkie is back for his junior season. Wait, we also talked about his co-player of the year, Ryan Nicholson. Who Ryan Nicholson, <laughs> thank you, Atlantic so, Hockey, for so, sharing that out. Well, for taking a second, we're, we're taking to that. They posted the graphic this morning of the preseason poll player of the year was Carter Wilkie. On that graphic was a very clear picture of Ryan Nicholson, <laughs> and we started absolutely <laughs> clowning the life out of him. Ryan Nicholson himself put the reposted the picture to his Instagram story and had it is an honor to share this individual award with you, Carter Wilkie. And I was literally dying. <laughs> I was seeing I was seeing jokes like identity theft isn't a joke, Ryan, and things like that. Which was great. And, and then Atlantic very, Atlantic very quickly realized they screwed it up, so they took it down, reposted it with a larger picture of Carter instead of the Ryan one, and they continue to get clowned and clowned even more. And really quickly, because it's really funny, and I want everyone to see it. Uh, Ryan Nicholson took it on his accord to post that uh, just crossed out Carter's name and put his own head on it. And now he is the preseason player of the year. So that is not where Dan's name comes from is that whole thing for those listening on discord uh, on uh, Spotify or Apple that can't see it. Dan's name and zoom right now is Atlantic hockey co preseason statistician of the year in reference to the Atlantic hockey media team's (laughs) literal screw up. Are you ready? Yes. This was the accolades for Carter Wilkie last year. Mm-hmm. He was a four-time player of the week. Yep. Two-time player of the month in mm-hmm. November and January. He was on the academic all-academic team. He was a Hobie Baker Award nominee. He was first-team all-conference and player of the year. That was just last year. Yeah, I don't see how you don't name him um, player of the year for the yeah. preseason poll. I don't see how you do that. He was also a seven-time rookie of the week his freshman year which is still nuts to me it just seemed like it was every other week didn't he win like <laughs> half the rookie did he win like half of the rookie of the week a, a whole bunch of them 
He won um, and most then, of them. And then the brick wall. Um, one Thomas Lewis Scarfoni coming back for a junior year. Got robbed of goalie of the year last year. I will riot every time that comes up. Yeah, that was such a stupid thing. That was so dumb. Um, That's right. He'll win it this year. Who else is coming back? Uh, grad students coming back, as JJ mentioned. Uh, Ryan Nicholson coming back for his fifth season on the blue line. I'm um, going to be very interested to see who they pair with him on the on the blue line because he me and too. Spen- it'll probably be Spencer Barry were like lights out. We I mean last year we called him and Barry the brick wall before the brick wall, so it was kind of like, who do you um, pair with him now to really seal that? Well, so we got Elijah Gonzalez coming back. Very excited for that. Um, that lights out score. Oh, captain, my captain, Caleb Moritz. Can we actually call him Captain sorry, America? Sorry, Doctor Captain. Doctor Captain. Can Can we actually call him Captain America because he's from the United States and not Canada? I kind of like that actually. We should definitely use that. <laughs> um, he can borrow I, my I, shield I, if he wants it. Just because I remember Ed retweeting something along these lines um, at some point last year. Uh, that poem you referenced is about Lincoln's funeral, by the way. No way. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, so. That's beautiful. Um, and I'll know right. Will. All right. <laughs> and anybody I haven't mentioned that you guys are watching this year? So I've got one. I, I have I have one also. I'll, I'll let got? Dan go first. I mean, it. There's too many to choose from here. This lineup is loaded. Yeah, it is. It's nuts. For mine is, Tyler Ma- mine is Tyler Mahan. I think it's Tyler Mahan and Evan Miller. Because Ev- Evan Miller came out last year and had a goal in the first game of the season and then was literally never heard from again. So I'm kind of like, I want to see Evan Miller come out. And like he got off to a hot start against Union, and then we really didn't see much from him. So I, I think he's got it in him to come out and really just take over and be a presence. And then Tyler Mahan obviously had a fantastic rookie campaign. I think he, there was, you could argue he should have been up there for rookie of the year. Um, if if that one guy from Army didn't have the year he had, Mahan it was it would have been it would have been Tyler Mahan. Yeah. Um, so I think I expect big things out of him for sure. Um, and then obviously, nope. Here, obviously our boy Luke. I I hope we that, haven't gotten him yet. Fine, whatever. <laughs> He definitely is a returning player, but not just, for us. Just in a different colored jersey now. <laughs> I I was gonna say Grady Hobbs. Yeah, Ooh, that's that's go I one. didn't think about Hobbs. He's he was quiet on, on a team really like this. Hey, he's kind of a sleeper, but it, yeah, his numbers were pretty solid last year. Well, because he's because you have your player. you have your top line of Laskowski, Wilkie, and Andrew. Who Laskowski was one of my guys. Those yeah, are going to get the top one. guys on the other team out with them. So that opens up, you know, a guy like Mahan, Isabel, um, like you said, Hobbsy, um, bunch of those guys. Like they're going up against second and third line guys who might not have the speed to keep up. This RAT team is loaded top to bottom in yeah. all facets of the game. Yep. Offensively, defensively, in net. Oh, my God. Is this the best Tiger team we've ever had? I'm not saying it is, but it's it up could there. be. It could be. It could be. And we've had some and again, good teams. 
And you also look at the fact that now the now now that scholarships are in play, you gotta you gotta think about the fact that the guys coming in are gonna be even better than guys we've been getting in the past. And that's saying something because we've dominated this conference for years. So it's not one. even like I, I got two more. I got two yes. more. Yes. A healthy Dimitri Microgenics. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. He wasn't healthy till late January. Let's be honest. He came back in late November, I think. He was out. He wasn't himself until the end of January. And then he turned it on. He had a couple. He had, I think he finished the year with like four goals, and those four came in February and March. That's their big like, games. Clutch situations, too. Yes. Exactly. Massive, yes. massive game standing wise. And then another one I got is Xavier Lapointe. Yeah. A guy who might. He was in and out of the lineup last year as a freshman. Might get into the lineup a little bit more in his shot. If you remember his goal against Mercyhurst, it was disgusting. That was the most. I happened to watch it earlier today. Oh my god, that thing was a laser. (laughs) Yeah, it was a shot. Tyler Harmon didn't stand a chance. I don't think he even saw it. He went top shelf blocker side, and it was in and out of the net. So he was by the blue line, like he was. Yeah, he was was back there. He was right at the top of the circle, and he just let it go on a wrist shot. I'm fully, I'm fully convinced he just launched it to hope it would just deflect off someone, and one of our guys up there could just dunk it in. It went no, it went clean in. I don't. He he took the shot, like to try to. I don't think he meant to actually. Yeah, I'm like, I like that. That shot just seems like a yellow. Someone down there somewhere. I'll just take a shot and it'll just pop off somewhere or it'll go in. Who knows? But one guy I do want to mention too, and unfortunately, we discovered that he has a little bit of an injury going on due to a post on Instagram was Adam Jeffrey. It's yeah, that's not because he's a guy that was finally going to be healthy. He had a very serious injury his last year of junior. Could have gone to junior again, but he can't. Wayne wanted him to come and work out here and get healthy and get ready to go for the second half. And he was so quietly very, very good. And then turned it on in the playoffs, was in the lineup every night. He had those two goals during the playoffs. Yeah, he turned it on in the playoffs, finally Mm -hmm. got some points, and played really solid for us in the postseason, and now he's hurt again. I just hope it's not serious because he was a guy I was really looking forward to this year. It it looked... I mean, he's six five. He's the biggest guy in the team, and it's really he's not a, close. He's like the Hulk. He's massive. Yeah. He he gives so. me Chris McKay flashback size. Like he's huge. Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, uh, more it, Jordan Peacock because he's a forward. But. That's true. Um, oh Peacock, I miss that man. Um, <laughs> the one thing about Jeffrey, I will say, is that at least his injury, it looked like he was just in a cast. So hopefully, it's just like maybe he misses yeah. a month and he's back. Like hopefully, that's all it is. Um, we don't, we don't know, we don't know what the injury, yeah, we don't know what the injury is. We know he's not like going to be pitch. ready to go for the start of the year and a week. Definitely and a half, not. But... I mean, I mean, the picture of the team posted, he is very clearly in a cast. I don't know what, we don't know what the injury is. Like Nate said, we're not going to speculate, but hopefully it's not too serious. And he's able to rejoin the team quickly. Um, cause he can, he can play a big role on this team this year. And yeah, I think he's ready to take that next step. I, I also look at this as it's almost unfair to have us pick a handful of guys because it's literally every, it's, it's everybody, everybody the that they all made an impact. There's a reason this team was nationally ranked multiple times last year is because this roster just was complete. It was a complete roster head to toe. There was no weaknesses anywhere. Everybody had strengths. They brought to the table. Each line had a job that they were able to accomplish damn near perfectly. So I look at this and go, yes, there are some guys we don't mention like, you know, like Dougie Scott or, um, who else am I thinking of? 
Um, even Kobe Matthews last year, like, yeah, he's on the bench the whole time, but like he's there, he's serving a role and he's doing it well. Um, there's a bunch of guys that could very easily get in there and just wreck. And I think this year you're going to see those guys now that guys like Kobe and Petrucci have moved on and they're no longer with us. They're going to have those not dead, like no longer with the team. Sorry. That kind of sounded like they were dead. Yeah, um, kind of did. <laughs> that. For the record, Kobe Walker is very much still alive. And so is Andrew Petrucci. Nobody gets sad. Um, they're just not here playing anymore. Um, but, <laughs> but which is even more sad if you think, about it um but, but, but you get what i'm saying but that their departures from the team have made openings for these guys like lapointe jeffrey to come up really step in and do some damage and fill some roles and i looked at the line chart from game three against holy cross there are four spots on the roster open yeah gonna be a bloodbath to try to figure to i mean guys are gonna have to earn a spot and it's good it helps everybody it Having makes two, everyone better. Many good dudes yeah. is a good problem to have. Um, yeah. All right. Speaking let's of new about, dudes, they're going to uh, talk about new dudes. Uh, let's talk you about. Took my transition from me, you bastard. Screw you. <laughs> um, I want to start with three guys, and I'm going to give you a number. Two hundred and forty-two. Is it Catalano? Penalty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Catalano, yeah. <laughs> I mean, considering the way the Maryland Blackbirds played this past weekend, that sounds about oh, right. Oh, Matthew Wild, yeah. Matthew, Matthew Wild, Christian Catalano, and Tyler Fukukusa. I'm going to butcher that name all season. When <laughs> they played together so on a line with the Toronto Junior Canadians in 2021-2022, combined for 242 points. <laughs> Can somebody say, NHL, create a team. Oh my god! In fifty-two games, yeah, they're gonna just come on the ice to the EA as a line. They combined for four point seven points per game. That's insane. And then last year, because Catalano moved on to play in the in the North in the Maryland Black Bears, fifty fifty-seven points in fifty-nine games, one hundred forty penalty minutes. By the way. But he was also a plus 26. And he fits right in. <laughs> yeah, he fits right in. At 100 the year before. Um, Matthew Wilde and Tyler Fukukusa combined for 191 on a line together. Which is insanity. Um, Fukukusa in 15 playoff games that year. They all three of them played together. He had nine goals, 11 assists. And then last year, he in 11 games, he had 15 points. 105 points last year in 53 games. Averaged just over two points a game, if I did my math right. Just under two points a game. Um, These three kids are legit. Yeah. They're legit. From what I've heard out of uh, training camp, uh, these guys are good. And they very, very good. Still. They very well could fill three of those four open slots too. And Matthew Wild's not somebody to sleep on either. Like I feel like Fukukusa and Catalano are going to get a lot of the talk. Matthew Wild had eighty six points last year, forty two goals. These kids are goal scorers, but they can also move the puck. Part of me wants to see all three of them on a line together in the golf game, but I also wouldn't mind splitting them up to play with other guys to maybe spread out that scoring. Now let me say this. 
This doesn't mean it's going to translate to the to the college game. No, I'm not won't. expecting these guys to go out and put up 242 combined points this year. I wouldn't complain if they did. I I would take it very much so, <laughs> but it's let's be honest, it's not going to happen. They went from playing with 18, 19, 20 year olds. Now they're going to be playing with 24, 25 year olds. Yeah, that's there is a that's difference. A guys are bigger, faster, stronger, and they hit a heck of a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be keen in on those kids because people like to pick on the freshmen, which is fine. But we'll see. I'm very excited for those three. Those are the three big ones coming in this year. Um, Kevin Scott wants his page loads because my laptop sucks. I have it open now. Um, I hate this thing so much. Kevin well, Scott sorry, is a six foot three defenseman. Thank God for some size finally on the back end. Um, plays a role. Um, I say that nicely. He only had six points in 50 games, but you know what that tells me? It means he's a shut down defenseman that doesn't get a lot of points, but he's a guy that's going to play very well in his own zone and. Oh, he also played for the Maryland Black Bears, had 65 penalty minutes in 60 games. Um, hmm, I'm sensing a trend here. Are you I'm guys... sensing a trend with that team. Um, hey, Wayne knows what he likes, all right? Let's... Hey, it could be way more considering you also get an automatic misconduct for fights in, in the NAHL. That's true. I uh, had 44 in the USHL last year with Fargo. Um I'm going to go, didn't really watch a ton of him, so I don't want to, you know, go out and say things that, but, like, I think he's your role guy. He's your shutdown defenseman. He's your guy that kills penalties. I mean, he's a plus 12, so, and you get an automatic six for your points, but, so, I mean, it'll be, I'm looking forward to see what he brings. I feel like he's going to be It's not an automatic six. You don't get a plus for scoring on the power play. That's true. I don't have power play goals, but um, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can bring. Um, obviously, he's going to play a little bit different role than the other three that we just talked about. Obviously, he's a defenseman, but he could be your Spencer Berry type player. You know, your guy that mm-hmm. he stays back while JoJo Casero or Ryan Nicholson jump into the rush to create a four on two or. You know, he's yep. a guy that stays back and can play very well in his own zone, especially in front of Tommy, who we know Tommy likes to scramble a little bit. So, not much. Not like Logan Dracula, but. Oh, my God. I knew God, you were going to say it. I knew it. Dude, the freaking <laughs> meme. Do you, guys, do you guys remember the meme where, it's, where, it's, where, where it's, it's the cruise ship in the far distance, and it's like the corner crew screaming and freaking out. And then it's like the guy in the random surfboard. It's like Logan Drackett chasing the puck. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Oh my God. Just he was, Tommy, he don't was do something. anything even remotely close to that, please. That would just scare the life out of me. Also, before, um, also, if Logan's before, before watching this by uh, any chance, we love you, but you did scare us you. sometimes. Yes. You I, scared us many times. Please my, don't do it. Yeah. If I had a cardiologist, my bill would have been through the roof. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, uh, Wayne, if you're watching this, I need to make sure that next year you recruit a guy that's either first or last name is Alexander. So we can put Alexander and Catalano on the same line and have that commercial jingle come back because that would oh be incredible. God, no. <laughs> the heavy hitters. Oh, no. You need to call 1-800-LAW-1333. Crossley Stewart. <laughs> this is a name. 
That's a great name, Crossley. I love that. Crossley. Um, so another six foot three defenseman. Um, ten goals, forty four assists. So he's your guy that jumps into the play. Mm-hmm. So him and Kevin Scott would pair perfectly together. Um, fifty four points in forty seven games. Had fifty one penalty minutes. Our kind of guy with Burlington last year in the OJHL. Six points in twelve playoff games. Um. Yeah, another defenseman that can move the puck. I think I think we're very strong on the back end, so it's kind of it might be tough for him and Scott to get into the lineup. But when they do, I'm very excited to watch them play because yep. I think they're going to bring a lot to our team. And JJ's favorite uh, newcomer, and last but not least, um, Luke Lush is an RAT Tiger. He is, if you don't remember him, he was Sacred Hearts goalie last year. If you were born today, that's pretty much how you don't know that he's yeah. Not our if you were born, born literally moments ago, <laughs> because um, we have been talking about it for a while now, we were very happy and very excited. Last year was Sacred Heart, um, thirty-five games played, fourteen, sixteen, and three, eight nine nine save percentage of two point six nine goals against. That eight nine nine save percentage doesn't tell you how good of a goaltender he is. He's very good. He's very good. He is um, a. In the games we have played against him, he is very good. And I am also going to 100% take credit with the corner crew that we are the reason he's here. So, yep, definitely not any other sort of academic probably reason. Probably not academic, probably an academic reason, but I, like, your, we get, I like where you're going with that. So probably because we gave him that cut out that had his head I, on it and he loved it. I think it. we were perhaps oh, the on them. top. You have the cutout? The, no, he has it. We gave it to him after when he came out last year. Also, I'm really shocked that Nate's mic did disappear into the green screen. Now it's gone. He, no, he's probably coming back to sit down again. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That is haunting. <laughs> he has the poster. That has got to be one of the That's greatest. That's the one he signed. That's got to be one of the greatest posters and one of the greatest moments in the history of the corner crew is the fact that an opposing goaltender DM'd us and was like, I want this poster. Can I have it? It's awesome. And we're like, next year after you graduate. And he just like was so happy. He came out, signed it. Didn't he was even... cool, man. It was a cool, it was a cool really guy. He care that they lost. Was... He just kind of came out. Nah, it was, was cool. Ugh. And um, I, I do really hope he gets to play with Sacred Heart. I know, right? Do you remember the absolute pandemonium that happened in the Discord when <laughs> that came out? Was Luke Lush is coming to RA? People didn't believe it for like a good week. And then like oh, incredible it was longer source was than like, that. Uh, some credible source was like, now he going. You, before you had tried to tell people that he was coming, someone else, I think it might have been Shannon, had found like evidence to, to believe. It was Nate. Nate did. Nate and Shannon, tweet. both of them did. Saw a tweet. There was some random tweets that he was going on. And then we, cause, cause we then put that tweet into uh, the college hockey news discord server and nobody in there believed it either. And then it finally came out. We were like, Oh, we were right. <laughs> He's actually coming. Wait He's a like, minute. Wasn't that. That was where we found the tweet was that discord server. No, I no, saw it we... on my Twitter feed. No, because we saw it, and then somebody put it in that Discord channel in the recruiting tab. Because I saw it on my, uh, um, I saw it on my Twitter feed. Because what happened was that that tweet comes out. Sorry, X. Yep. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. 
that tweet comes out, it ends up in our server, then ends up in the other server in the College Hockey News Discord. And people just weren't believing it. And then, like, towards the end of the semester, like, late April, like, before finals, when, like, the tours are happening, some, some like, random person in the Discord was like, uh, yeah, Luke Lush and his family are just wandering around the inside of Saunders right now. And it was like, apparently that tweet really has to be right, because why else is he here looking around? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, it's happening. This is so great. But uh, yeah, um, if you have not already, go on Amazon and get your rubber llama masks, because those are about to be very useful when that happens. If his first start is that Saturday Sacred Heart game, I'm going to lose my living mind. Oh my God. You, first of all, we, he's going to play against golf. We all know that. Yeah, they're gonna put him in against golf, which means that will be where the llama golf? masks. Whatever, I'm calling them golf. I don't golf? give a crap what they're called. Guelph? I can't play golf. Well, Guelph. What I, you know what? Guelph. Their name is their name is dumb. I'm not calling them that. Um, they're you, gonna you get called golf. You probably pronounce it Mississauga too, don't you? Mississauga. I thought that's how you. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. So I was. No, right. I'm thinking of something different. No, no, I'm thinking of something different. It's it's Mississauga. Never mind. Okay. Oh, I, know, yeah, I, I, those are, I don't know what's going on. Um, those are <laughs> our off the rails again. What else do you expect? To the 2023-2024 Tigers. Um, very excited. Going to be a fun year. It's going to be a great year. We should talk about some news that dropped today. Uh, yes. I the will, conference. I'll, I'll take that one if nobody minds. Do you um, have the article so, pulled up? Because I want to talk about everybody, not just our guys. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, if you, I thought you were talking about the preseason poll. I, was, I, I have that well, poll yeah. up. If you want to go into the other stuff first, we can do the preseason poll in a second. I, I will yeah. let you start with that then. Well, no, let's do the poll. I like the poll. All right, so the poll. Go from any, last to first. Yes, so the poll, for those who did not see it, um, the preseason poll is voted on by the coaches, correct? Yes. Yes. So this is ranked from 11 to 1. I'm going to order from bottom to top. Uh, 11 is Bentley, 10 is Robert Morris, 9 is Mercyhurst, 8 is Air Force, 7 is Army West Point, 6 is those Purple Freaks from Niagara, Uh, 5 is the Canisius Golden Girls, 4 is Holy Cross, 3 is AIC, 2 Sacred Heart, and 1 Lonely at the Top is RIT. You can say Lonely at the Top if we got all 11 votes and we didn't. Just so we wouldn't get all 11. Yeah, that was Wayne couldn't vote for. Sorry. Yeah, Wayne can't vote. Yeah, what Wayne can't vote for us. Who didn't vote? Oh, it doesn't say who doesn't vote. I wish it doesn't say. I wish they would. Because, you know, for a fact, one of those votes not for us is Eric Lang. And then the other one is Jason Lammers. Is Jason Lammers. I was going to say, it's those two clowns for sure. Because they're a bunch of salty weenies. That's why. Especially Eric Lang. I hate that man. Um, Yeah, so. So if, if we look at this and just kind of talk about our general thoughts, the I want to say first Robert thing that Morris jumps out is, to me is they have Robert Morris at I agree with I would, I would flip them in Mercyhurst. No, I agree yes. with Robert Morris. Yes, is. I think flip Mercyhurst has lost a lot. They have a lot new coming in. I can't see them finishing higher than and they have off-season drama. Um we're not talking about it. I know I'm just mentioning that they had off-season drama, so that's gonna be a point of contention for them trying to Air get, Force a, is get too away low. from that. Air yeah, Air Force, Air should Force be is too low. Higher. I, I look at this and I go, Robert Morris is good where they are. We don't know what to expect from them yet. You can't put them higher than that. I think the only reason Bentley is not is isn't 10 is because 
their coach either was he did he leave or was fired? I always forget. They, they have a new coach, and like half their team went to the portal and left. So it's like obviously something's wrong there. And last year they were also dead last too. They stunk. So I'm looking at this going. They are rightfully at eleven. I had they belong there. I had Holy Cross at second. Yeah, I don't like Holy Cross is way too low. Like yeah. Holy Cross beat AIC in the postseason. Okay, and so let me let me just down. say this: the top five teams all belong in the top five. Yeah, they're accurate. Totally accurate. Their I ordering think Holy is Cross wrong. should be two. I think AIC should be three. Sacred Heart four. Four A. I, I would put Sacred Heart three. I see four. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with that. you on that. Well, I hate that. Well, first of all, Eric Lang can eat one if you are for all I care. Um, and then I also, would also flip Army and Niagara. I almost think Canisius could be six. Yeah. Honestly, I would Ar- move Army up higher. Canisius. All right, fine. Canisius, Niagara, and Army are all interchangeable. Because they lost like 16 guys. They a lot. They lost a lot. They lost an army. They, army didn't lose much either. And they were the actually, if they didn't crap the bed in the last week, they would have had home games. Yeah. They would have had home games. Because I look at this and I go, Niagara lost a bunch. Not a lot, but they lost a bunch. I think they should be lower, not just because we hate them, but because they My should only be thing lower. is, Niagara does have a goalie in Fisk. That's true. They do have Fisk. I think that's and they have Shane Ott, who's still very good. Um, they've got they've got some guys on that team. I think Army is criminally low, but and I think so is Air Force. I think I don't think I, criminally. I I think they should be at least five. I mean, who knows? Like the poll last year wasn't close to what the final standings were because what weren't we fourth? I think so in that poll like last that. year, and we ran away with the league. So. Preseason so, like, poll is what it is. The coaches like, are just like going on. I look at nothing. this and I go, Air Force should be higher. Unless, of course, they get hit with the injury hammer again, in which case they will be hot trash. Um, They'll be back. Army, I think, should be five. I think Canisius should be at eight. I think you move Air Force to seven. That's fine. Actually, no. Move Air Force to six, Army to five, Niagara to seven, You're and lost Canisius me. to eight. I think we're so, all in agreement, it, though. They did get number one, right? Yes, totally correct. Well, if I had to rank this, to I would talk about that because it's just true. We just we just know it. Yeah. Um, that's not even bias; it's just a fact. Um, <laughs> no, it's, if it's I, biased and a fact. Like if yeah, I had no, to, it, I, it's not even bias; it's a fact. Should should we do a little <laughs> oh. predictions right now? And you know, let's do this. Let's each of us rank the league, and we'll write it down. And then at the end of the season, once the regular season's over, we'll go back and look and we'll see what we'll see what they got. Why don't Why don't like we do that? that? not on the podcast right now <laughs> yeah i was I gonna do, say do, i'm not do. doing it right now but i'll be, i'm not prepared right, so for that. so so we'll, well, how about we'll, how about this how about this we revisit it in over the break and then we'll come back to it at the end of the regular season or why don't we revisit it at the start of the next episode we have for the men no because we'll we be should. talking about hockey for that actually because no, we no because this we is this is stupid hockey. Hockey. we'll debate no this is stupid later talk. but there's no such thing as stupid hockey. Yes, no, it's just hockey is just great. Anyways, um, the rest of the information from the article I will throw over to Nate because he has it in front of him and is able to go in more in depth than I am. So I will let him take that. Um, Atlantic Hockey preseason player of the year. Tell me if you're surprised, Carter Wilkie. If anybody in Atlantic Hockey is surprised by that, I they don't know what they're watching. The article still says co-players of the year. Is, is Carter Wilkie more than one person? 
Yes. <laughs> He's His that twin. good. Identity theft isn't a joke, Dan. <laughs> um, Holy Cross Senior, Jack Ricketts, and Aiden Hanson Bukata also received votes. AHB for that. player of the year is a little sneaky. I, I like that. I, honestly, with the I like that a lot. He had 30 assists last year. That's what I was gonna say. He had he was an offensive power. If he would just be tell, a little bit more selfish, totally like, see that. come on, dude, shoot the puck. Well, and and the other thing I can to care think about here, score. The other thing to think about here, looking at others receiving votes, is I'm assuming that. Wayne probably couldn't vote for any of his players. So that means every yeah. other coach in yeah. the league voted for an RIT player. Yeah. Which just goes to show how much I'm, know, credit they I'm got. surprised Liam McClinsky isn't in there. So am I, because he was a he was a little, little bit of a I don't like remember how his regular season went last year, but he was a beast in the playoffs. Yeah, he um, kind of came out. And whatnot. The all the preseason all Atlantic hockey team is Carter Wilkie, Army West Points Max Itagaki, which agreed 100 percent and yes. Jack Ricketts from Holy Cross, like we said. Um, those are the forwards. Um, Liam McClinsky, Jordan Byro from AIC, Joey Baez from Army, Shane Ott from Niagara, and Braden Tuck from Sacred Heart also got votes in that. I agree with everybody on that list. Atlantic hockey's got some sneaky talent. Yeah. And the people around the country don't talk about it enough. Atlantic hockey's got some talent in our league. A lot of guys that could play pro. I'm not saying they could play in the NHL, but they could play roles in the AHL and definitely play very well in the ECHL. Um, on the blue line, JoJo and David Malaragni from Canisius. I agree 100% with that. Malaragni is probably one of the better defensemen in the league, and he's coming back for a fifth year. Um. Brian Kramer from AIC, Joseph Misak from I forgot about him. Jesus, he's still there. Uh, Joseph <laughs> Misak from Niagara, Connor Hutchinson from Sacred Heart, uh, Aiden and AIC Junior Evan Stella also got votes in there. Um, goalie of the year, preseason goalie of the year. Again, if you don't know who that is, you're wrong. Tommy Scarfoni. Yeah. Um, Shocker. Owen Say from Mercyhurst, if I remember, he played one of the games against us in January. He was decent. Um, Jared Fisk, who went from AIC to Niagara, and Jason Grandi is back for his senior season with Holy Cross. Another guy that, how does he still have eligibility left? Seems like he's been he around has, for a while. He has time. two more years. Yeah. He has this year and next year because he's got that COVID year, which is mm-hmm. stupid. There's really, Does he really some great goaltending in this league. Yeah, the goaltending in this league is insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you've got the guy who I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name from AIC. <laughs> um, it's something. You've got Veltri. You've got Tommy. You've got Fisk. You've got, yeah. Hawthorne's Grandi. okay, I guess. Hawthorne, yeah, he's all right. I mean, he hasn't really had a chance. Again, and and that's why I'm just not sold on Canisius. I don't like how high they are in that rank. I'm I'm I don't want to go back to it, but like I don't like how high they are. I think they were put. I think they were put up there because they just won the title, and you kind of have to put them up there. But I look at it, and go with the, what they lost, and what they have left. I just don't see them being a number five spot. I don't. 
Well, you gotta remember they were in eighth. They were out of the playoffs going into February last year, and they were the fourth. Yeah. Seed, so they can always turn it on whenever. Yeah, but the, um, yeah, yeah, but those spots were separated within a point of each other, so that that whole thing got screwed up masterfully. I cannot wait for that to happen again. By the way, that was so much fun. I always love when it gets down like the last couple months, and like every game, we're not involved, who's jumping yes. who, and that's the best. Oh if yeah, we're not involved. Yes, it's very fun. But if we're involved, no. <laughs> No, I think it's fun regardless. I just kind of love it. Um, and that's really it from the league. Um, Atlantic Hockey's in for another good year, I think. Uh-huh. Um, this league just continues to grow. And let's be honest, outside of Bentley, Mercyhurst, Robert Morris could be sneaky, but I doubt it. There are eight teams in this league that can win Atlantic Hockey. Yeah. And some years there's more. Like, I thought going into last year, anybody could win our league. And then and Air Force took a nosedive, and Bentley had. But a lot of that had to do with injuries too for Air Force. If yeah, they had stayed healthy, right. they would have been a contender too. Yeah, as they usually are. They're usually well, a, look, a nuisance. I I look around at the teams this year and I go, AIC is not the scary team they were a few years ago. They're, They're still not a very well coached hockey team, and they do have They're a lot well, of talent on the roster. I'll give them one. They, 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 they have that little gremlin behind the bench. Yes, that's true. Um, I will never doubt an Eric Lang team. Ever. No, I, I won't either. But at the same time, I, do, I don't think they are the powerhouse that they were four years ago. No, they are not. No. As evidence um, from like people like Jarrett Fisk and all that leaving and going to other schools in the conference like well, i think i don't like to look at things like that knew, but who knows fisk left because it wasn't his net yes and he's a senior so he went to somewhere where it could be his net yeah and that worked out for niagara because they had no one so yeah and that saved them because i would have put them a lot lower if they didn't get a goalie um it's quick mention though, there, there's the, no guarantee that he that he clicks there that's the other thing yeah um, I guess the last thing I had on this was quick mention of the preseason USCHO poll that came out yesterday. Um, RIT received 17 votes. They were the highest. Four, they were the highest of the four Atlantic Hockey schools receiving votes. We got 17. AIC got seven. Kanisha said three, and Sacred Heart had two. So, where does that where does that put us in the rent? Like probably what 25, 26, something like that. Jeez. Uh, Like 30 something, 22, right? 24, 25, 26, 30, even. Okay. Here's what I'll say about that. If, if you take the poll all the way through, but I don't preseason wanna... poll, preseason polls for me, season polls, like screw it, whatever. I don't literally, they have Quinnipiac not at number one, which is criminal. Yeah, um, that's nuts to me. Um, uh, I look they at have they had Minnesota Duluth at seventeen, and they were five hundred last year. I whatever this poll is stupid. I it's ridiculous. But Minnesota's the go, hockey state, Nate. Yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. Um, I'm also going to look at this and go. I as much as I really like. When was the, the last fact, time Minnesota won a national championship? I don't want to hear it. Very true. <laughs> um, the. I do like as much for as a I'm, school that hasn't won a title in 20 years, they really stay on their high horse. Yeah, right. Just saying. Um, as much as I liked the fact that we were ranked last year and thought it was great and celebrated it profusely, I don't want it this year. I want it, but I want it because 
we're winning a lot. I don't want yes. it because yeah, we won a couple games and then we lose it again. I want to, I want to, if we split a weekend, we don't lose our ranking. Yes. Agreed. I also but, like, like we went into Niagara last year ranked and we got 18th. swept, swept and, and then it, we were never ranked again. And I sat there and looked at that and went, we went in there and we had obviously fan wise, we had caused a massive stink in their building last year. Well, sorry. in our old building, um, so not only are they trying to shut us up because that's what, let's be real. That's what, that was probably their main goal was shut us up and also beat the ranked team that's coming in. They were fight, playing for both those things and that probably fueled mm-hmm. them. So it's like, you don't want that against other conference teams. If you need to be winning games to clinch a spot, like I'd rather not be ranked 18 or 19 going into like February when it's like, these games are even more important than before. We need to be winning these to clinch a one seat, but you got some, you know, some chippy team that's got nothing to lose now, and they're coming in like we're gonna let's do this, let's beat these how guys sad, and give ourselves some credibility. How sad was it that in their own building, in a game where it took them fifty nine minutes and thirty seconds to beat us, their players were coming over to us in their own building and doing this because that's they saw pathetic. they saw every I'm last sorry, that's thing so pathetic because we live rent free in their heads and then they yep. posted us on their instagram account we've been over this before they are a j- i go to one men's away game and i end up on a they're a posing they're a joke of a school they're a joke of a program and they'll always be and and now they're the joke of atlantic hockey i don't care bentley's bad if you I don't I know, no, 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 just because they're not, yes. they're not the joke of the league. Who's who would you say uh, no. is the joke of the league then? Uh, nobody because there is no joke of the league anymore. It used to be AIC, but once they started winning, that was it. <laughs> yeah, AIC used to be that auto, like you're gonna win two games every time you play. They're, they're not the joke of the league because it's Niagara and the, any day they could take off. I'm not saying Eagles that. I'm saying behavior-wise, they are the joke of the league. Yeah, that's well, more, that's, that's their, what that's I'm their, saying. That's their coach. I'll I'll trash I, their coach. Yes, yes. And that's why I really want to go back to their house this year and sweep them there so that we can claim ownership again. Um, yeah, I'll take that all day long. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about before we wrap it up here, boys? Let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. October 7th needs to get here like tomorrow. This team's coming in with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. They should they should have rings from last year. They should. And I think I'm I'm hoping this is the year that they are able to there fulfill is, that. You can kind of tell, and I think we can get the vibe that there's some unfinished business. There's a lot of yes. It. Yes. Definitely. And I'm very excited for the slew game, but I'm also very excited to get back in front of our fans and in a packed sold out blue cross arena. Notre Dame is going to be another animal this year against a nationally ranked team. And it's going to be an absolutely incredible atmosphere. Yeah. They're going to be another, as it is every year. That's going to be, that's but a Notre big test Dame for us. Kind of adds a little more. If we can start the year two and now having beaten St. Lawrence in St. Lawrence and then having beaten Notre Dame at Blue Cross Arena that just tells it all right there we're, we're ranked at that point yes it'll be yes. we're ranked and this team is out for blood point. like I get out of our say, way we will run more, you over more importantly than the rank the kind of momentum that that will put behind this team oh 
Absolutely. I would not I would not want to be Sacred Heart coming into Rochester the weekend after that if we're ranked having nope. gone two and oh. You'd just be like, you know what? We're good. You took our goaltender, take two wins. <laughs> we're set. Um yeah. It's so close. I'm so, it's so like, close. Like, I'm glad we have the like, women's team to watch because, like, if yes. we didn't, I'd be, like, oh exploding. God. I'm itching. I'd be, like, to get... my head's going to come off. I want to be back watching both our teams because, let's be real, they're both going to have exciting seasons. Going to go attempt to help set up the banner on Friday, and I'm very excited. <gasps> Can I, what time are you doing that? I want to come. I don't know yet. All right. Text me afterwards. Um, That being said, let's wrap it up now. If you've not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, Hit the notification bell so you are notified when new episodes go live. Leave a like and also comment. Helps us out with our engagement, you know, getting more people to see it. We do read all the comments, even if your name... Yes. We do read all the comments, even if your name is not Aaron Huss. Um, That joke never gets old. Um, If you are not watching on YouTube, you are probably listening to us on either Apple Podcasts because Dan Scully complained enough to make us do it. Or you are on Spotify. Both of those are available. If you are on YouTube, please follow us on all three. That would be great. Um, links for all those are found on our Instagram, of which we do a lot of stuff on there. Uh, the meme game lately has been insane. Shout out to Ryan West for that. We probably should be paying you, but no, he just has fun doing it. So who cares? Um, we don't pay our editor Zoe, so we, we don't talk about that. Don't, don't, we don't mention that because if the minute she hears it, uh, she's gonna start asking for it, and that's Nate's problem. As if happens. she doesn't know she's not <laughs> being paid. <laughs> Yes, but she doesn't know that we could possibly be paying her. That's the question. This sounds really sketchy. No, we couldn't be. We're talking about this right now. <laughs> you think we have anyway, sponsors? <laughs> we have no sponsors. Our sponsors are us. That's what we have. Um, follow us on social media. Again, Instagram is getting really big. Um, Twitter is still around. Facebook is probably dead in the water. But hey, if you want to go follow it on there, you can follow it on there. Uh, yes, the X thing. <laughs> I can't wait for Des Bryant to jump on and be like, "Let me sponsor this." Um, so that whole thing. Uh, again, links for all the social medias are in the will be in the description below, along with the links to you. Um, sorry, Spotify and Apple Podcast. That's gonna be it for this one, though. This is a long one. Um, but a lot of information, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uncut an hour and twenty six. That's it. Cutting. We ain't cutting. Oh Probably my not. god! But yeah, um, we will see you guys next week. Have a great night. Go Tigers. Roll tech. Let's go. I still don't like that hashtag. R-I-D, R-I-D, R-I-D.